welcome everyone to another episode of Love Talks. I'm Dr. Astera Brylka, a psychologist and love and relationship consultant. In this podcast, my guests and I talk about relationships, marriages, dating, love and other important life topics. You can listen to us on Anchor and other platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. In the last episode of The Love Talks, me and my guest Anne Blunt, the founder of SelfishlyHappyWoman.com and international relationship love and sex coach, spoke about how important communication is in creating intimacy in a relationship or marriage. Today, we continue our discussion on the topic of intimacy, but we are going to focus more on tantra and sex. Let's begin! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And well, communication is very important because that's how you nourish this uh, couple bubble, as we spoke at the beginning. So that's uh, that's a very important part. But um, yeah, I got really interested in uh, this tantric uh, <laughs> intimacy that you've mentioned, because I think it was yesterday I was reading something um, and that was an article on, on something really else. It wasn't about uh, intimacy or sex as such. But uh, there was um, a sentence or two that mentioned that, well, sex is like an exchange of energies. And that's very important in what sort of mental shape, emotional shape you are starting to have sex with your partner. And also in what sort of shape he or she is, uh, because you are exchanging energies through the act of having sex. So it's not only a mechanical thing it's not only uh, a physical activity but it's something that uh, especially in a relationship should also serve um, other uh, things like creating a deeper bond and and feeling that uh, well you are one with this special person so um, could you tell me a bit about this fun trick intimacy well and um, how, how it relates to physical intimacy and how these are connected because well in in this topic i'm not an expert so I, i'm very happy to to hear from you well wow that's a big question and i don't know if anybody is a, is, a, is an expert in that uh, arena nowadays we're talking about 5000 years old philosophy yeah, that course, comes from the same yeah same same path as as yoga does hatha yoga does so it is very similar to that but what what what's really exciting to me as a coach and um, even academic but also as a as a coach especially is that it's it's linking nowadays very well with neuroscience mm. and understanding what we've been discussing about uh, three parts of our brain and, and our nervous system and 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 what we've been conditioned and how we can rewire ourselves um, to to become more uh, integrated uh, human beings and more conscious so I, I quite like that you know ancient tradition mm. uh, linked with with uh, modern modern science but but for me, Tantra is something that is um, the way I've um, understood it. It's we have two different uh, types of Tantra, you know, mm-hmm. being uh, a bit stereotypical here. Um, there, there is 
classical tantra and neo tantra and classical tantra is more a philosophy and a, a spiritual path mm-hmm. and uh, neo tantra uh, especially when it was when it was brought to the western world from china and india uh, became more linked with sex and uh, and for me i really personally want to draw from both traditions and um, I, I don't really feel that there is a need to be so terribly strict with with one or the other, but actually use them for the benefit of my mm-hmm. clients and myself as well, because I, I do did these practices, you know, to to be able to be a better coach for others as well. So um, for me, tantric philosophy and practices are bringing myself into uh, that space where I feel more whole and more part of my true self. So what does that mean in in relationships and and physical intimacy, especially? I think it has a a lot to be able to to feel that vulnerability in a safe space. Uh, It feels, I believe that you can't really practice Tantra in any way if you don't feel safe and secure well of course i think that feeling safe and secure is the first thing that we need to feel yeah. in a relationship yeah and and even when you do these practices on yourself you know you you need to feel that you have an empowered part of yourself that knows that you will be safe and you don't mm-hmm. um feel uh that it, it is something that is becoming scary but in terms of sexual practices um i would say that there are few key things that will help us to be uh, more in our body and that way then more in our spiritual uh, selves as well and what you were saying about connecting with the other person and being one breath is one of the most important things I would say it is being able to uh, express yourself also vocally we know women vocalize Mm. a lot during um, uh, (laughs) yeah that's right but also uh, men ought to do that more because it will help them to be not to kind of, you know, needing to control uh, yourself mm. and uh, and think about some boring thoughts so that you, you can uh, prolong the, the um, <laughs> yeah. lovemaking. Exactly. You know, it's, it's counterproductive, actually. Mm. But but to be able to breathe into it and to be able to circulate that energy is, is something that anybody can learn. And also to to uh, vocalize and allow yourself to because when when we when we vocalize something, we take down the cortical control. So we are not anymore in our thinking minds, and that often causes the havoc, doesn't it? You know, it's it kind does. of we start the critical mind. Oh, you know, you know, you look horrible. You're nothing like those mm. people in those uh, porn films or or you know uh, adverts or films or whatever, and. Um, you know, there can be so many destructive voices in our heads and it's all being worried about performance or, or our looks or whatever. So yeah, like to the, be able these to, days we yeah. are focused not on what we are supposed to be focused, but we are focusing on all these things that do not really matter. As you said, like the looks, whether we look as good as a porn star or, or some other yeah. celebrity. And that's something that doesn't really help, does it? No, it doesn't. And it becomes, like you mentioned earlier, it becomes mechanical, technical act, you know, which is something that you're kind of achieving something or performing Mm. something. And, uh, and when we talk about true lovemaking, it is, you know, and that connection, it is about being able to be safe there and to be able to 
to feel into your body. Sometimes it doesn't feel ecstatic. Sometimes mm. it does. Sometimes it can be really emotional because it can be healing. Uh, it can be uh, laughter producing because you start uh, realizing that something is beyond words. And, you know, just going back to the communication, sometimes you don't need to communicate mm. everything. It's just to be able to feel is more important than than words but afterwards you can always talk about it but in the in the situation you can use your words you can use your uh play you can use your uh breath you can use your voice to you know sound to uh to vocalize your breath and your your excitement or whatever is going on with you it's it's just something we ought to celebrate so if you hear your next door neighbor uh, <laughs> vocalizing uh you should just celebrate say yes you know they are having fun they're having some beautiful uh experiences there and uh having ecstasy and joy and bliss you know what is more beautiful why have we made sex and pleasure so dirty so bad so evil I don't, I, I, I don't know. And it's a sad thing. And I, you know, I think we are on the mission of changing that, aren't we, Astura? Yeah, so. I think so. Because, well, sex is very important. But uh, yeah, in the today's society, when we have lots of porn, and uh, especially in the West, where sex is pretty much available 24-7, because, well, it is. Yeah. Um, we kind of don't think about sex as something that um, is bonding in a relationship, but not bonding just as having sex as such, but as something that should uh, also serve this, uh, this other purpose of, of uh, having this bubble, nourishing um, your couple, yourself, your partner. Uh, it's just something that became so te technical here and so available that it's not really regarded anything special these days by many people. And uh, well, maybe that's one of the reasons why we are talking here today, because uh, we also want to well debunk some myths about uh, about sex. And even in the Western world, where there are many people now um, who are actually putting more attention to having sex not only as, as sex as a, as a technical thing as, as some fun without any feelings or any emotions um, that are underlying this, this activity but um, many people now are, are turning into thinking about sex as something that is a bit deeper than that and um, yeah, so I, I don't know. Have you noticed that? Or, or I actually think it's a spiritual path, and lots mm. of people, you know, maybe it is with people that I I I am um, drawing towards myself at the moment are people who are also wanting to use it mm. as a as a spiritual path to mm -hmm. enlightenment, which I find really exciting. It's uh, it's so fascinating. And uh, to be able to be present either in self-pleasuring, because we don't need another person to be able to evoke uh, true, uh, bliss yeah. and ecstasy yeah. and also spiritual experiences and and just to be present there and and lay you know layer off the the, the conditionings and traumas and stresses from our bodies is so healing mm -hmm. it's very very important and and i think it's uh, it's when when you are able to to really surrender in 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 that situation you're feeling safe enough to surrender whether you're a, you know whatever gender you are 
it is something that uh, really brings you home. It really helps you to, to understand, not in words, but in terms of experience and feelings, what everything is about. And there is that kind of, yeah, it's just very difficult to say uh, in words, mm -hmm. but it is, it is something really profound that I think we've missed in Western world. And uh, it is so wonderful to be able to say that, yes, there is an alternative to instant gratification of, for mm -hmm. instance, porn or, or the, the, the sex as a, as a release mechanism of stress or something. You know, you know we have a very um, patriarchal way of understanding, mm -hmm. for instance, what orgasm is. You know, it's that kind of, you know, uh, turn exactly. on, climax that, yeah. and then release. And that's so boring. I mean, it's one way. Fair enough, but it's not all of it. And we don't really in Western world understand how mm. much more, how much beauty, how much joy and fun and ecstasy we can experience if we understand that orgasm is, is many, many more uh, myriads of way, ways of experiencing uh, lovemaking or self-pleasure. And, uh, and you can be, even as a man, you can be multi-orgasmic as a man, you don't need to ejaculate uh, and you still can have an orgasm. Women can ejaculate and, you know, it's it just that and and that kind of altered state of your um, uh, mind is is one of the things that I suppose I would if I were to define orgasm again, I would say that it, it has that altered state of your mind and it is about surrender. It is about being able to relax into that present moment by breathing, vocalizing and moving. Movement is so important as well. And lots of people just keep doing the same thing. They're basically what's happening is that we are rewiring our, our brain again, our nervous system again and again and again, if we always do it in the same way, because it, it gives such gratification. It gives, gives that mm -hmm. search of endorphins and, um, and it, it, it's fine, but if you if you want to be adventurous and learn more about it, there are other ways. And I think that's the excitement of, of this work, really, for me. Yeah, this is exactly what I wanted to ask, because, well, in the Western culture, we are about uh, pretty much about this instant gratification. Well, not only us, I mean, well, there can be people around the world who are about just instant gratification in sex and having orgasm. And this is what is the ultimate goal of uh, having sex. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think I read somewhere that in, in the tantric tradition, as you said, it's not only about uh, having orgasms, it's about um, well, being very present with your partner and having well, gratification, which is not uh, the typical orgasm, but, but we understand it in, in here in, in the Western world, so to say. So um, that's, that's something which is very important because, um, well, from my perspective, I think that for many people and, well, not only in the Western culture, but uh, it's, it's also in, in other cultures maybe happening more often these days, that sex uh, has lost this uh, sacrum part in a way, and uh, it's just became the way to pleasure yourself, well, whether it's with a partner or whether it's um, by yourself, just to release, just to, you know, treat it sometimes as, as something that helps us to 
cope with with all the tension that uh, that we've gathered throughout the day or or throughout throughout the week or or whatever and uh, it doesn't um, sex doesn't really mean that much anymore here and probably changing that would be would be a good idea to start getting more awareness about yourself and uh, also about your relationship um, more clarity why you are with your partner if you have a partner and uh, that's that's very important uh, I think yeah and it's it's not just about sacred sexuality it is also about better mm-hmm. sex because mm-hmm. uh, often you know I'm, I'm quite as a Finnish person I'm always a bit surprised how little sex education has done to bring awareness mm-hmm. about you know just basic stuff about sex and sexuality in some countries and uh and even in finland it's i don't think it's that good um but it, it was something that i grew up with and it was normal it is it is absolutely part of our lives and and there are so many people who think for instance that they don't know that their bodies can't orgasm or mm-hmm. uh, because it's been so narrowly defined and uh there are people who don't understand how to be and show up within a, a, a sexual relationship and unfortunately there is still the completely mistaken um, notion that it is just for men and you know it is just something that you know still I think one of the biggest issues in some older relationships especially is that it is it is for men and mm. not for women and that's how you've been brought up and it's it's really a sad thing and to be able to have coached women as well so you know to be able to you know somebody who's been married for decades and all of a sudden finds her own orgastic or orgasmic self you know it's just it's just really so beautiful sad but beautiful to see that person who thinks that they'd never be able to do that all of a sudden finds it and anybody can have that pleasure Mm. anybody I mean it's not it's not you're not broken it's just that there's so many layers of conditioning and wrong information yeah it can be done it can be done yeah exactly it's about conditioning it's well pretty much about the culture that we are brought up in but not only it's it's what we have in our brains and uh, this expression that you use rewiring our brains that's actually something which I think very well reflects what we are talking here um, about today because well there are very uh, many people out there especially women uh, who as you said they may have been in a relationship for many years or married for many years and uh, well for them sex is kind of like a thing that is for men to pleasure pleasure the man you know understood in terms of maybe marital duties or something like that but uh, not something that brings pleasure to them and that's not I guess the the approach that we should take anymore because sex is for both sexes right we if we are in a relationship then both partners should enjoy it and use it as a way to get pleasure but also as a way to to um, make the bond between them deeper so um, well everyone (laughs) should benefit from good sex I very much agree with you in in this and women you know let's not forget women are you know uh, by nature creative creatures we we are the ones who bring ecstasy and life on this planet and 
And it is in our birthright to have those uh, sexual experiences that are uh, mind and consciousness altering and really, you know, bring that creation uh, through through sex, you know, whether it's uh, through a child or through other creative purposes. And with sacred sexuality, um, we can use and harness that sexual power, uh, which is our life force, in effect, into anything. We can, we can create a better world when we know how to harness that power and sexual energy for um, transmuting it into, into other ways. So there's so much we don't know and so much uh, mm. beauty in there. There is one interesting, uh, if I may, um, share a sure, one um, really big mind opening, uh, sorry, eye opening thing for myself. And I I think it might uh, help other people as well, uh, which is a bit funny, actually. But in Taoistic tradition, we know the Chinese symbol of uh, yin and yang, you know, Mm -hmm. the round with black and white and and how we all have the the yin, Mm -hmm. the feminine and, and yang, the masculine. And, uh, and those are the kind of things that Tantra also uh, acknowledges that we, we all have both of them, in, including in, in our sexual lives. And that's very interesting. We won't go into that now. Mm. But what I wanted to briefly to, to share is that we have polar opposites, uh, parts, uh, just going back to the communication mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. and the intimacy and, and where the um, driving force of action happens. So if we take two parts of ourselves, our hearts and our genitals. So uh, what uh, Tantra teaches is that women's genitals are more yin, they're more feminine, they're more receptive, they're more you know, they, it takes a little bit longer to to kind of coax and, you mm-hmm. know, have that uh, foreplay. And, and in my opinion, by the way, foreplay starts immediately when the previous act finished. So I <laughs> yeah. think that's, that's something, you know, yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. just that, you know, showing, you know, talking your partner's love language, whether it's about affirmations or touch or quality time together like a holistic yeah exactly and you know those are the things uh that we need to um really think about when when we're talking about good relationship Mm. and intimacy building so anyway so so we can understand intuitively that Mm -hmm. females genitals are more yin and men's are more masculine so the the uh, polar opposite um of um men's penis is very directive it knows exactly what to do and it's a it's a direct route you know you know this is the goal and there we go and and lots of men struggle you know do we still mm-hmm. have this foreplay five minutes you know is that enough it, it's that right kind of a very thing. get oriented yeah and i mean that's the, that's a joke you know mm-hmm. we've all seen sitcoms and and people joke mm-hmm. about you know women crossing their legs and no nope, you're not coming yeah. in you know you're not <laughs> And um, what's interesting is that uh, Tantra teaches that our hearts are also polar opposites. But guess what? The other way around. The other way around. Exactly. Exactly. So men's hearts are more yin and women's hearts are more yang. So just feel into that. How many times do we go, you know, as women and start directing immediately to man's heart and talk about your emotions, you know, tell me how you feel. And, you know, why did you say that? And and the men are kind of, they are crossing uh, figuratively their, their legs, legs 
on their hearts and saying, oh my gosh, go away. You're not coming into my heart, you know, without <laughs> any, any um, delicacy, you know, mm. being more um, considerate and, and coaxing, coaxing and trying to find a way, you know, how, how, what is, and so I think that's really interesting. And that, that's quite poignant is about, uh, as well about, you know, communications, that how, mm-hmm. how do women communicate to their men? Do they come from their yang and really directing, you know, immediately? Or is there a way of, you know, how do I foreplay to your heart rather than having that straight dive? Yeah, it sounds so great. I mean, I, I very much like this idea of, of, of the opposite polarization of, of hearts because it actually explains quite a lot. Well, we women talk lots about feelings, emotions, and uh, men quite often are not that much into it. And as you say, they cross their legs, figuratively speaking, because, uh, well, it's something that probably just overwhelms them. And uh, they do not really want to engage in that kind of conversations very much. But, um, well, yeah, it's a, exactly. It's one of the things that we should also think uh, what, how we communicate our feelings and emotions in a relationship. Because it's not only about communicating them, but also making this communication sort of digestible for the other for the other partner not uh, well overwhelming them with uh, with something that they are maybe not ready for or not in this particular form so that's that's also something to um definitely remember about well um i we am impressed with all the things that i've learned today from you about intimacy and about uh, tantric sex as well um thank you very much for sharing this with with me and with our listeners well, thank you so much it's truly been my pleasure and uh, and it's always lovely to talk to you and uh, likewise thank you okay well thank you everyone for listening to the today's episode on intimacy with my special guests Anne Blunt if you would like to share your thoughts about uh, what Anne and I discussed in this episode, well, don't hesitate to do so and please reach out. If you've enjoyed the today's episode, please like, share and subscribe. Also, if you want to learn more on dating, love and relationships, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter and YouTube as AskAstera and on LinkedIn and Facebook as Dr. Astera Brilka. Thank you so much for all your support. Thank you for today and talk to you soon. Bye.